For the past year, a team from Christ Church has been participating in the Tending Our Soil coaching program through the Episcopal Diocese of Washington. The purpose of Tending Our Soil is to help us clarify our mission and vision and more effectively engage with our neighborhood. We're trying to better understand where we are while also asking ourselves where God is calling us. Members of our Tending Our Soil team led our adult forum today in between services. I hope some of you all stopped by for that. And they, they shared some trends about how people relate to church. According to a national survey, the top three reasons that people do not come to church are that they believe religious people are too judgmental. They do not trust religious leaders and they do not trust organized religion. Similarly, the leading reason that people leave church is that they feel like religious people are too judgmental. When asked what qualities they're looking for in a church, respondents shared that they're searching for warmth and friendliness, followed distantly by quality preaching. And I'll let you make your own joke about the quality of preaching here. Many of our neighbors feel as if the church judges them. Some of us in this room feel the same way. All of us are hungry for connection. Part of our calling as Christ Church is to live out our belief that the Jesus movement is about love, not judgment while also providing our community with opportunities for connection. Judgment in the name of religion is nothing new. This morning's gospel is part of a broader story of Jesus being judged by his own religious community. In the last line of our gospel, Jesus says, the Father and I are one. If you go home and continue reading this passage, the next verse describes how the crowd picked up stones and prepared to throw them at Jesus. That is a pretty significant detail to leave out of this morning's gospel, right? Jesus says to them, I've done a lot of good work. Why do you want to stone me? They respond that it's not because of his good work, but because he committed blasphemy when he said that he and the Father are one. Jesus responds, Psalm 82 says that we are all gods. That is in your scripture. Why are you so angry at me for quoting your own scripture back at you? Jesus is pointing out that by cherry picking from scripture, these people are willfully ignoring parts of their own tradition. They're not successful in stoning him, but they do try to arrest him, causing Jesus to seek refuge down by the Jordan River. When we become so assured that we are right, that we have the answers, that our understanding is the understanding, then our practice of religion ceases being about God and instead becomes about ourselves. In her book, Bird by Bird, Anne Lamott says that you can safely assume you've created God in your own image 
when it turns out that God hates all the same people that you hate. The religious establishment judged, resisted, and ultimately rejected Jesus 2,000 years ago. The religious establishment continues to judge, resist, and reject people today. That is to our own detriment. Is it an ironic that a religion so associated with judgment is built upon the teachings of someone who taught constantly about connection? A key theme in John's gospel is oneness, beginning with his opening words, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Everything that was created was created through that word. In the passage we read this morning, Jesus cites Psalm 82, and he says that he and God are one. A few chapters later, Jesus prays that you and I may be one, as he and God are one. Jesus believed at his core that everything in creation is interconnected. We are each children of God that are connected to one another in ways we don't always see, in ways we don't always think about but also ways that make us the people that we are. Jesus' theology of connection and oneness cannot coexist with the theology of judgment. We must choose which of these theologies will serve as the basis of our belief system. In her book, The Gifts of Imperfection, Brene Brown writes, Spirituality is recognizing and celebrating that we are inextricably connected to each other by a power that's greater than all of us and that our connection to that power and to one another is grounded in love and compassion. In his letter from a Birmingham jail, Dr. King describes how we're caught in a network of mutuality, a single garment of destiny. The Catholic monk Thomas Merton writes about the heresy of individualism, which is when you think of yourself as completely self-sufficient and then assert this imaginary self-sufficiency against everything else. Our world increasingly says that rejecting religion and embracing a secular path is the way to live. There are people in our neighborhood who are not joining us this morning because they believe we have nothing to offer and they have been hurt by a judgmental form of Christianity. If we're lucky, some might eventually dip their toe back in, but others are gone forever, largely because of the disconnect between what Jesus teaches and the manner in which the loudest voices of American Christianity wield judgment. Why do we believe that healthy Christianity is an antidote to these loud and toxic voices? Why have those of you in this room who once walked away from the church chosen to return and stand with us in opposition to judgmental religion? I hope that it is because of our shared and fierce insistence that we are interconnected, that God is a God of love and not judgment, 
and that all people are welcome, accepted, and included around this table. My prayer is that we at Christ Church can become more proactive in finding ways to offer those who have been shunned by the church a healing avenue to return. We not only have a responsibility to open our doors as wide as possible, but also to keep our feet on the door jam so that those doors can never be closed again. In the name of God, amen.